But this morning I wanted to, uh, wanted to continue um, talking about our communication and love, right? Because uh, one, very often it, it's our, our love comes through our words, right? Yes? And one of the things that I've discovered, uh, and we've, we've been talking about it for the last few weeks, is that in our communication is how we're going to build love, how we're going to know each other better, how we're going to build intimacy with one another. And all of us have hindrances to intimacy, which, you know, the, the word I, I said, communication, it, it means, you know, to be together, and it's the essence of communion. Uh, God wants us to know each other, especially those that are closest, maybe not in the, you know, everybody should know everything about me. But we have to have some people in our lives that, are, that know us. And, and I find that, that we hide, we do tend to hide even from those that are closest to us. They don't know the things that we need them really to know for our souls to be refreshed. You guys got that? And a lot of times, we, you know, we'll hold it in and our souls won't be refreshed. And then we start to, you know, diminish more and more. And then we become afraid of being able to share what's on the inside uh, with each other because we haven't told you that all this time uh, I've been holding this. <laughs> and it's not so much uh, anything anything bad that we're, we're holding. We, we just have a need to be known and to know other, other people. And so uh, I, I, that's what I want to talk about today. This is going to be a very positive side of communication. You guys ready? We're going to talk about three things that we can do, three skills that we can practice regularly uh, to uh, get to know one another better. All right? And I'm going to expect you guys to practice this. Now, as I was thinking about this, uh, some of it, again, comes from uh, emotionally healthy relationships, uh, the points, but the, 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 the rest of it just comes from me. Are you okay with me? Uh, and of course, it comes from the Bible because our, our, our theme verse that we've been working on the last three weeks has been, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ. So if we're not able to speak the truth in love and hear love from one another, we, we're not going to be able to grow to be like Jesus. So this communication piece is like huge. This is like a huge part of discipleship. And all of us, I, I can imagine, uh, feel alone, even though we might, even, we might be living very closely with a partner or spouse or wh- whatever, um, and still not be known because we're not able to reveal our heart truly to that person. So that's what we're going to be talking about. Now, when, uh, I, I always think of this when, in the context of when people are courting or dating, uh, but when, when they've made that commitment beyond the dating to the courting, it's like, okay, now we're, we're an official couple. Um, and that initial time that we spend together, we're really on our best behavior sharing at our deepest levels. At our deep, is, is that true? We're, you know, it's like, oh, what are your dreams about life? You know, where would you like to go? Oh, I, I totally support all those dreams and, uh, and all those things, right? And of course, we're, we're the kindest then. We're always, oh, baby, I appreciate you, just the way you smile. Uh, honey, I, I, you know, appreciate the, the way that, you, you know, whatever, right? You're, you're constantly 
praising, appreciating, encouraging, and you're sharing your heart like, oh, we could go places, hon. Right? And then you live together for a few years, and all that goes away. Not that you become unkind or you, you, know, you become less appreciative. Maybe you even become more appreciative. But a lot of times the, the thing that, that kind of gets me is those hopes and dreams start to not be expressed, what's really happening inside. And I want to awaken that in you guys a little bit today. You guys okay? So far so good? Everybody online? All right, here we go. Um, so here's the th- the th- our, all of our relationships stall at some point so that we, we have to practice sometimes in, in a regimented way, kind of like what we talked about last week, that when we have expectations of, of one another, that it's important for us to unearth those expectations, find out if they're realistic, express them, bring them into the light, and then agree upon them so that we don't have those kind of conflicts that come from unmet expectations. So in the same way, uh, I want to talk about uh, these, these three things. So when, in order to grow intimately with, with someone, you have to know what their hopes and dreams are, what, what their desires are for the future. And a lot of times we lose lose track of those things. I mean, and they don't have to be big hopes. It's like, well, I, you know, I hope that for world peace. It might be, you know, I hope that we can remove these masks in, in, on June 15th. I hope that is, is the case. Can, you know, but even sharing those small dreams about the future reveals a little bit of your heart, right? Um, so, uh, let me let me put this in a, in another context. Um, I have a lot of dreams for my family. I have a lot of dreams for our church. I have a lot of dreams for our community. In fact, Gio and I were talking this week. Uh, uh, we were, we were talking about the Sunday service, and and I said he asked me, "Well, what what, what would you like to see?" And when somebody asked me that question, I have a vision. I am like Martin Luther King. I have a dream. I really do. And it's not a dream for like a massive church or anything, but I have a dream for what the people of God can become so that the earth can see the kingdom of God advancing. You know, when Jesus said, uh, you know, pray, my ki- you know, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That isn't just a prayer. That's exactly what I want to see. I don't want to see any, any violence in our streets. I don't want to see people angry at each other and, and blowing up because of political things and, and COVID things or whatever. I want to see God moving in people's lives. I want to see people healing and whole and so forth. You guys have those dreams too, right? And of course, we have our dreams for our kids. Uh, my daughter graduated from college yesterday from her master's degree. My, my last uh, tuition payment was made like last month. It was like, this is it? Four years, four kids, $10 million? No, I don't know. I don't know how much it was. <laughs> All I know is that I'm going to be eating avocados. <laughs> Whatever. You know, I'm a vegan, so I'm looking for something fat, you know? <laughs> Maybe some vegan dogs, too, you know? Whatever. Um, okay. So, and, and then we, I think we have a, we have a dream for our legacy. What is it? 
you know, we're all not going to last forever. We have, we have an expiration date. And, but it's important for us to think about what do I want to leave behind? Not so much like stuff. You know, I mean, my kids will be happy if, you know, if, if I still have life insurance when I die. They're like, whoa, dad left the money. But I don't, I don't, that's not the stuff that's important that they need. I want them to understand who I am as a person. Was I passionate for Jesus? Was I willing to serve? Was I will, you know, what, what, what kind of legacy of the spirit? Because that's, to me, that's the most important legacy that we leave is that our kids will be able to say, man, my, my dad, my mom, uh, they walked with the Lord, right? Is that good? Okay, so these are the kind of things we want to be talking about. So let's talk about this for just a minute, how we're going to do it. So, and like even, even today, I, I learned some things about some people. I mean, this, this just in this one day, I've already learned some things about you guys. No, in, about individuals and talking with them. And I was thinking, boy, I'd love to know more about that. You know, uh, uh, and it, it's kind of like what, when you do go to a funeral and, and you find, you know, you listen to other people talking. It's like, I never knew that. I never knew they, well, really? They were in the service? Well, I never, you know, all these things that you never knew. But that person, while they were alive, had that in them and wanted to express it. I really do believe they wanted to express it, just like we want to express it. So what I'm giving you permission to do is to express your heart today. Okay, to someone who's close to you, or they don't even have to be close to you. Because I think, um, I, I'm, I'm glad we have a smaller group today, because I, I, I might make us practice. I know this will really throw us off. Um, so... Here's some questions I, w- I wanted to say. What, what, th- these are things that you should have in your mind. So when you're asked later today, what is it that you would like to see God do in your life? Wouldn't it be nice to be able to express that? Uh, what impact would we like to make in this life? And again, it doesn't have to be a big thing. Like I'm creating this, you know, something large that I, th- I think Dennis's uh, illustration there of, I, that whenever I see a need, that guy, you know, if I can fill a need, I'm going to fill it, right? And I just love that there's, there's always that guy that God has ready to serve. And I want to be that person too. That's one of my problems is I always want to serve people. And then I realize, oh, I, I, have, to, I have to stop saying no at a certain point. I'm pretty good at no, which is a good thing. Okay, uh, what inspires you? Uh, I get I get these lists from uh, uh, emails every day about free books or, or discounted books, and so I don't I don't look at them very often. But once in a while I do, and I'll I'll look at the at the title, and then I'll read. I, I tend to be a nonfiction reader, and and I'll read through it. And I was I was reading one the other day, and I was like, I totally want to read that book. I'm not going to, but it inspires me, and I'm like, what is it in me? Why am I so easily inspired? And, and it was, it, it was a, like a, a feel-good story, like a, an overcoming story. You guys don't know that about me, but there's something in me. If you ask, you, you know, what inspires you? It's like victory inspires me. You know, when I watch, you know, sports or, or movies about sports or, or teams, it's like there's nothing like victory. 
And so you guys don't know that about me. But if you say, what inspires me? I'd have to think. I'm like, hmm, what inspires me? Victory inspires me. I love victory. Woo! Does that inspire you? Defeat. No, like, yeah, I know. I mean, there's a lot of things inspire you. I, I was reading another one. It was just kind of a nature thing. I, I, I put out my hummingbird feeder uh, a week ago. Um, I'd actually never, I bought it like two years ago and it's, it's been sitting. It's one of those things that either needs to go to the goodwill or go out to feed a hummingbird. So I decided, okay, I'll look on the internet. How do you make this stuff? And it, it's like, it's really easy to make hummingbird food. It's, it's like sugar. It's like everybody has sugar. So I had sugar and I mixed it up and I, and I put it out there and it's like the world's busiest hummingbird feeder. Hummingbirds are pretty awesome, right? Do you know that some hummingbirds can flap their wings 60 times a second? A second, right? Now, is that inspirational? It's like, I can't even move my arms like, you know, one time. Anyway, uh, but I get inspired by little things like that. I don't know. I, I, so anyway, here's another one. Uh, what, what are you praying about? I don't know what everybody's praying about. And you might not be like actively praying about it, but everybody has something in their life they want to see changed. Yes? Okay. So that is the question. What are you praying about? And then uh, here's, here's a big one that is, what is stopping you from fulfilling a dream that you know you have? Meaning, like, like the... Uh, I told you at the beginning of the pandemic, I was going to pick my guitar up again. I never did. And I'm like, uh, so now I'm taking steps, actually, to pick up my guitar. Um, I bought a stand so I could put my guitar in front of me because it's in a box. You know, it's in my case. Like, So I had to literally, I had to move my guitar, and now I'm putting it on a stand, and now I'm, like, going to put it, you know, in front of the door. Uh no, but what is keeping me from doing that? And I would say, well, you don't have any time. Oh, go ahead, Maria. That's next. <laughs> and then you guys can, you guys can find me. Isn't there a, a, a verse in the, in the Psalms? That, <laughs> yes, that I should play. But, but what, what I'm asking, though, but a good question to ask one another if we want to get intimate with one another is what is keeping you? From and then, then you can unearth my excuses. I have some. In fact, I have a lot of excuses. I have more excuses than anybody needs to know. I should be a virtuoso piano or guitar player and a piano player <laughs> at this point, but I'm allowing other things to keep me from that. Okay, but that's that's something that we we can help each other with, right? Okay. And then uh, I, I wanted to put, put down this one thing because I was thinking about it. I love the way that God moves in my life and people's lives. I've observed this over 35 years, right? Is that a lot of times we like have a hope. It's kind of like a goal. And then God leads us to something else because of that. It's like we never got there. And I, 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 the reason I want to say that is that even our hopes and our dreams should be stress-free because man, you know, makes his plans and then God directs his steps. So it's, it's like, I hope that I'm able to do this, play the guitar. And God says, you know, I'm just going to have you talk about playing the guitar forever. 
just kidding. Uh, that's not, <laughs> I actually can play the guitar. I just need to practice more. Anyway, so that's called sharing hope. So the first practice is getting with another person and asking them some of these questions. What are, what, what are you hoping for? Long-term, short-term? Uh, what's keeping you from the hopes that, that you have in your mind? Okay. What is it, God, that put in your heart that you're not going forward with? Okay, you guys okay with that one? I know I should take all these as a week. In fact, I will. I'm going to just stop right here because we already shared extra long. I'm going to stop with this point right here. And I'm going to have us... um, Because I'm going to start rapping. Um... See, Netflix, that's the matter from my guitar. Uh, so I, I, want, I wanted this to be uh, very practical for us. Um, because I've found that, you know, I, I told you guys last week that, you know, Jenny and I have been married 34 years last week. And I remember when we first were, got together, we had all we would express our hopes and dreams, and now we don't as much. I mean, we do a little bit, uh, but part of this exercise is to get together with someone and share what's you know, and ask someone to share what's in their heart, and then just to listen and encourage them in that. Does that make sense, everybody? especially works in family groups, family situations, because there's a lot of hopes and dreams that we don't know about in, in the hearts of other people. And, and, uh, and also in nice, wonderfully smaller churches like ours, we get to be more intimate because we actually are here and know one another. So with that, I'm going to close in prayer. Um, and here, here's the practice. Take turns sharing hopes and dreams. <laughs> what, is, what is your dream? Because if nobody knows, uh, then it probably won't come, come to fruition. And, and uh, the, the, the last thing that we should be asking one another is, how, how can we pray for you? Because all of these things are tied together. That uh, The fastest way to get spiritual is to pray with someone, and especially those in your home. And that's the hardest prayers to make, are the ones that are in your home. And so uh, let me encourage you. Uh, let's express our hopes. I, I'll have you practice. I'll, I'll, I'll stop, and then, and then we'll practice together, all right? So let's pray together first. Lord, thank you uh, for this time that we've been able to share together. Uh, time did travel quickly today. Lord, thank you for your love for us. And we want to become better lovers, just like Jesus is to us. And I know that one of the best ways we can do that is listen to the heart of people's hopes and dreams and to encourage one another and pray for one another in those things. And so, Lord, help us to do that today and help us to build a practice of doing that for others. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 
Well, I'm signing off YouTube. Have a great day. We're going to practice a little bit. If you're at home uh, with someone, maybe you could take, uh, take this lesson to heart as well and uh, find some time to, to say, hey, I'd like to hear uh, your hopes and dreams uh, for your future because I'd love to support you and pray for you and that thing. So God bless you. Have a great uh, week, those that are on there. Uh, also, people on Zoom, God bless you, Barraza family and others. And I'll talk to you soon.